You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio. Your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. You okay. are very welcome. I am Ahanu and this is my lovely Angel Rose. And today we have something very different for you. It's as a result of some multidimensional exploration that we've been doing. And it's people may understand the technique if you're familiar with Bert Goldman's work with quantum jumping. Similar, but not the same, because we've pioneered a number of different uh, explorations, a number of different possibilities with it. So every week we get a group of people together and we do this multidimensional exploration. Now this time when we did it, I found myself going back in my mind over that experience and rehashing it in a sense and doing more with it because it was such a profound experience. So let me explain. Well, perhaps, Angel Rose, it'd be better if you explain, first of all, what it is the process that we use first so that people get an idea of what it is that we're talking about. All right. Well, really, it's, it's a light meditation that we take ourselves into with the purpose of meeting another dimensional self of our own for a specific reason. This particular jump that we did was to meet a self of ours that needed healing. And um, there's a particular procedure for that to happen, but anyway, we won't go into that right now. But suffice it to say that uh, when we did this jump, Ahanu had a very strange, except in another woman, this was anything Ahano had ever experienced, kind of blew his mind, to be honest. did. And since then, um, on a daily basis, he has been going over what he saw uh, in his mind and making choices around what he saw that were required. And uh, we got into this conversation this morning about it, decided we needed to share it with you because the implications were mm-hmm. pretty profound, weren't they? Ahano? They were. So what I'm going to do is, luckily, I recorded the experience just immediately after it happened. So I have the experience on here, and I'm going to play it for you because it explains it fresh and raw rather than me try to remember it and re- replay it to you. So let's have a listen to this, and then we will go into what has happened since then. I wanted to go last here because there was enormous coincidences with what everybody was saying and what I was experiencing. Um, I I saw this man through my door, and he was the most ugliest, horrific thing that I'd ever seen in all my life. Almost like what you'd see in some of those movies where you have this two-headed being with a big club, you know, bursting out through his clothes, huge, I mean, bigger than, bigger than this house, horrible, ugly thing. And what was going on in my head was, oh shit, is this part of me? I don't want this to be part of me. This is not part of me. It can't be part of me. It's not what I want. And I began to accept that maybe it is part of me. You know, this was my intention. My intention was clear. And that maybe 
I should do something but possibly help this guy. He had heads coming out of his hips, snakes, head, heads on his hips and head all covered in oil and grease and dirt. And I recognized that he was possessed. He was possessed by, by evil. And he desperately needed healing. And this was the only opportunity that he ever had for healing. And I couldn't deny it to him. And I very, very nearly rejected him. Very, very nearly rejected him. And I decided that the only thing to do was, if it was possible, to let love protect me and to just jump into his body and heal him. And I really, really did not want to do that. Awful hesitation about doing it. And then I, I decided that if there was going to be any healing going on here at all, I had to let love be the, the protector. So I said to him, don't be afraid, it's only love, I said to him. And I jumped into his body. And the next thing, I'm not kidding, there was like a war in heaven exploded. The, the hallway I was in just burst apart. There was thunder and lightning and nuclear warheads going off. The place was mess. There was flashes of light. There was beasts of all kinds. Talk about evil manifesting. There was beasts of every kind coming in behind me, coming underneath me, coming everywhere from all angles. And I was desperately afraid. And he said to me, don't be afraid. It's only fear. And the next thing, as soon as he said that, and I recognized that love was winning over this, he shrank to the size of, you know, a, a small human. And I was back the same size as I am now. But I started to grow bigger. But I was growing bigger in, in, in light quotient. Do you know what I mean? Not physically bigger. I was growing bigger in, in, in frequency, as it were, because this love battle had been won. Does it make sense? Uh, and the next thing, all the battles in the heavens all stopped. And when the time came for him to go back out, it's like as if the, the hallway had recreated itself. And he went back out through the door. And just before the, the doors closed, I saw him just kind of waving as a nebula, just flashing. And all the other beasts that had been there in that whole drama all turned into 
star systems and galaxies and just little flashes of light. Cool. Wow. Very cool. Now, why, why I am feeling in awe of that experience is because you had a very similar experience. You had the woman coming in armed, full of armor. Okay. And so I'll stop it there because you, you got the idea experience and I was just going on there to realize that somebody else in the group also had a very similar experience. But the key thing about this is that usually when we do these kinds of multidimensional experiences, that's it. We go on with our day to day life and until the next time we have another experience or perhaps change takes place instantaneously and we carry on. But this time, in the days following, I found myself constantly firm for love. And what I mean by that is I would wake up and several times throughout the day, I would realize that I had just had this experience and that the battles were all in danger of recommencing or not only recommencing, but that they were already carrying on because I had no longer given them my attention. I had no longer flowed love to them you know it's like it's like without my constant attention to keep love at the forefront of this that it recommenced again so i i found myself continually to to go back into that same scenario in my mind now at this stage during my day-to-day work and constantly reaffirm that love was all there is and as soon as i did that felt the same sensation that I had originally described right there on that recording, that I felt myself growing bigger in, in frequency stature, as it were, and that all that evil stuff would stop. This is a good conversation, Hannah, because there are people who would say they don't believe in evil. What would you say to them? Well, do you know, I've often thought about that, and we've had several conversations about it. And... I think my conclusion is that absence of love is not something of its own. I liken it to darkness. While light has quality and frequency, darkness doesn't contain any qualities of its own. It's only the absence of light. So when you turn on the light, the, uh, the darkness disappears. So that is exactly what I had experienced there, that when I brought love into that experience, the darkness or the evil just wanted to do battle with it because it didn't know how to cope. It's, it's like somebody in our family, you tell that story, Angel Rose, about somebody in our family who feels they, that if they're loved, they can't cope with it. Right, too, not too much love. Yeah, don't love me too much because I... I can't, can't handle it. I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the same way, I think that these aspects of me out there in the multiverses who were not loved couldn't handle the love that I was now bringing to them for healing, for moving towards unity. So their reaction was to go into rejection and reaction and violence and war and chaos Okay, and that seemed to be what was happening, like the war in the heavens, that's what it looked like to me. But as time was going on, and they, they realized that love was in fact what, 
And they weren't going to be annihilated. And they weren't going to be annihilated. They would be transformed, though, but yeah. not annihilated. Yeah. yeah. So we got in this conversation uh, about something that Source had said to us one time, Hanu, in our group sessions, where Source had said that every thought takes on form at some level, and no exceptions. Every thought that is that anybody thinks takes form somewhere in the universe. Okay. And we started to talk about how many negative thoughts we all have all the time. Oh boy, in a single day. Just in a single day, the negative thoughts, the opinions, the judgments, and they could be towards ourselves. They could be um, thinking that we didn't do something good enough or, you know, in my case, there's days I don't feel well. So, oh, another day I don't feel well and now I won't be able to do this, this, this. Or I should be doing that or I should, you know, and not only the judgments towards ourselves, uh, where we make ourselves guilty and inadequate, but our judgments towards other people, towards what's going on in the world. Um, for example, uh, there was something on Facebook yesterday that somebody uh, posted something about John Lennon, right? Called him a, uh, a, a derogatory name uh, with with leftists or liberal attached to it and um, again and there's right and left and up and down and this one's liberal this one's creating you know, the more polarity right and all these judgments and you know I, I just made a comment back that I said how about he's just a human being like anybody else you know but the fact with, with the potential to love just with the, the potential yeah. you know sure he did love sure he had love in his life mm -hmm. But this constant onslaught of judgment and guilt and blame that we project onto the world. And if we take what Source said, all those judgments, all those opinions, mm. all those thoughts, mm. create a demon on some level. And I, exactly what I saw. Yeah, and the, you, I think what amazed you was how much of it there was. But also it amazed me that I knew that they were aspects of me. Right. And the Native American Indians talk a lot about reclaiming soul pieces. This is exactly what I was seeing. But that was the shocker that here's me who, you know, thinks and works with consciousness and believes that I'm okay. You know, I'm not, I've said this many times, I'm not a murderer, I'm not a rapist, I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't steal. And in that way, I have this kind of an opinion of myself as being good, let's say, you know, on the side of good, right? However you define that. But I'm trying to make not believe that might be evil mm -hmm. or that might have these negative intentions. Mm -hmm. That was a real shocker to me and for me to see it and experience it. But here was the beautiful thing. The beautiful thing was that it did take a few moments for the realization to set in to this, this ogre self and this gremlin self, all these negative, Ugliness. Th this ugly part of me, it took a little few moments for it to, to settle in that love can resolve this. Mm -hmm. Love can dissolve this. Hmm. And I just want to address one more thing. And it's a choice though. It was a choice. I think that's the important thing. You yes. Had, you had to be willing to choose it. Not only that, it seemed like the Course in Miracles would say that you have to do it every day. And that's what I during the point. I found myself constantly having to reaffirm that, that I, these aspects of me are loved and they're completely forgiven. They forgive me. I forgive them. There is only love. And that 
felt great until the next few moments when the negativity would come. But see, here's what I find really interesting. Up until now, we've believed that on our earth plane, there we manifest. We, we've incredible capacity to manifest. And the difficulty with our earth plane is that it doesn't manifest right away because there seems to be this drag. There seems to be this time lapse, as it were. And that's why we constantly have to reaffirm our affirmations. Do you know? But, but I, I just have to disagree with that rule. No, but let me, let me make the yeah, point. Okay. Let okay. Me, this is what we've been believed in the past, okay. is what okay. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That you, you constantly have to um, make believe, as it were, in the beginning. Use imagination in the beginning until, you, until it manifests into your life. In other words, there's this time delay for creation. Now... In the light of what we just experienced and in the light of what we're talking about, that is not the case. We're finding that the thought manifests a reality someplace, sometime, instantaneously. Mm -hmm. And this is the reason why all of the great philosophers and various other great writers throughout history have always said, be careful of your thoughts. Watch Mm -hmm. your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because we just don't see those creations in our manifestation of what we perceive as reality right here we don't see them manifesting but i did in that experience i did see the manifestation of all the negative thoughts that i have ever thought of all the injustice that i have manifested of all the ill will that i may have thought towards other people of all the malice i may have conjectured of all the judgments of all the preconceived ideas of all that negativity I saw it manifested on the various planes of existence mm-hmm. in all of my realities. Yeah, and and also probably the reason why there seems to be a delay to manifesting is because, you know, you're in this particular space when you imagine and you visualize, right? But then in the next five minutes, you could be back into judgment and, yes. and you and know, a, lot of a it feeling kind of, of worthy, worthlessness. So yeah. when you talked about the battle, you yeah. know, on these different planes... We are battling with these two sides of us. And it is the reason why we need to constantly be choosing love. Okay, and you're saying it is an exercise. And it is it is the reason why there's so much talk about mind discipline. And, and you and I also were listening to a lesson in the course this morning that was all about happiness. Mm-hmm. And God's will for us being perfect happiness. That I was reading something the other day too about suffering is not of God. And how many of us believe that suffering is? Constantly. But in the light yeah. of what happened with you and what you saw, it also really affirms for me that we kill ourselves, we make ourselves sick, we make others sick, we kill ourselves with these sorts of, the, mm-hmm. the belief in guilt, judgment, and punishment for ourselves mm-hmm. and to others. We make ourselves sick, we kill ourselves, because I never have believed that uh, death was natural, I still don't. Okay, but this is why, even if people do like The Course in Miracles, why there's a lesson for every single day of the year. And and as you move along in it, it requires a little bit more of you and a little bit more time every day. Mm. It's because it is a battle. It's constant vigilance. It is. It is. And while this experience may have been difficult to explain because it it was my experience and I've done my best to try and get it across to you, but in the truth is... The bottom line is, it's actually very easy to understand when you look at it from the way the Course in Miracles explains it, for example, that says, 
in any moment when there's negativity or self-judgment or judgment of others, you can say, I can choose peace instead of this. Mm-hmm. But you have to catch yourself. You have to catch yourself. That's Many of us don't catch yourself. There's stuff going on all yeah. day long and we don't yeah. even... We're not even aware of it. So when you do catch yourself, you can say things like, there is only love. Right. Like what that ogre, you know, said, it is only fear, you know, uh, and there is only love. Or I choose peace instead of this. That resolves it instantaneously. Mm -hmm. And that's what forgiveness is really about, when you're willing to offer love, even when you think something doesn't deserve it. Like, uh, in your mind, when you subscribed it, it was so ugly and repulsive that you did not want to love it. You didn't want to embrace Mm it. And another person in the class had a similar thing where she saw an aspect of herself that was quite obese with all this armor on it, and she was repulsed by it. She she didn't want to heal it. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to love it. And then realized that, hey, the exercise was to offer healing toward an aspect of ourselves. Um, And once she did that, the whole thing changed. But it just goes to show you even in terms of appearances, right? How things appear, how we always are judging constantly too. Whether something is, if it if it appears beautiful, we're willing to love it. If it feels appears ugly, we're not so willing. If it feels perfect, it's easy to love. It's attractive. Yes. If it's in a wheelchair and it's paralyzed and it's distorted, we're not so willing. And this is all the time. Yes. Okay, yes. but to to really get the impact that all thought is creative on multiple levels. And then to see it, what it actually looks like, all the judgments, all the blame, it's pretty shocking, isn't it? it is, yeah. And then we look at our world, and we look at the unrest and the violence and the battles, and you can easily see why we're going through what we're going through in this mm-hmm. world, because as long as there is this division, judgment, my God's better than yours, my religion's more right than yours, you know, mm. God says to kill this one or that one. And as long as we're doing that, okay, we're always, we're always going to see violence in this world. It's not ever going to change. Yes. So I think self-forgiveness is really, really, yeah. really important. So constantly re-choose and remember that you can always choose peace instead of this. Absolutely. So thank you for listening to us. I am Ahanu and this is my lovely Angel Rose. We will be back to you next week with more explorations into the whole world of invincible clarity and consciousness. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.